reprobate travel cast. If you don't like it, you can kiss my ass. It's the Reprobate Travel Cast. What's up? I got Magic Mike in the studio again. What's going on? How are you, man? I'm good, I'm good. Uh, I'm good too, man. I'm doing pretty good. Uh, I'm on uh, Twitter now under Reprobate2012. You don't do Twitter, do you? Uh, not currently. You, you don't do Facebook. You don't do Twitter. You are off the grid. <clears throat> Trying to be. That's good. You know, I envy you. I, I'm, I really sometimes, I struggle with it. I want to get rid of my Facebook. You know, I figure I have three emails, a cell phone number, a home phone. Uh, I text. Yeah, if you can't get a hold of me, I don't want you to. Yeah, yeah. I mean, and there's something to be said for people not having access to you. Yeah, and I, you know, I just don't want to have people knowing what I'm doing every second of the day. Yeah. It's a violation of my privacy. Right. Well, you know, privacy is uh, coming to an end, my friend, it looks like. They're watching everything. It's it's crazy. It is. Yeah, but I'm going to prolong that situation as long as I can. Yeah, that's right. (laughs) Um, So you got a funny song for us here, Jake? Yeah, hang on, hang on. We'll take a break, and when we come back, I'll play the song. But uh, add me on Twitter, everybody, Reprobate2012, or... You could hit us. We have a Facebook fan page now. Mike doesn't know about it because he doesn't fucking do Facebook. What a what a <laughs> I'm out of the loop. What freedom he has. He, you never get a request in Farmville. That's awesome. You, do you even know what that is? A request. No. He has. This guy has no fucking clue what a request. You do you ever? Nobody's ever asked you to branch out, have they? Uh, no, I'm because on LinkedIn for business reasons. You're in LinkedIn. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> Dude, nobody's on LinkedIn. You might as well be on MySpace. Look, if you don't want anybody to find you, open a MySpace account. Nobody will ever fucking find you there, man. It's better than the Witness Relocation Program. Whenever they have these, they catch these uh, mafia guys and they rat people out, they actually just, they don't make them move or get a new job in another city. They just make them open a, a, a MySpace account and nobody fucking hears from them again. You can't track them. It's amazing. Yeah, all the Facebookers are dead, though. <laughs> Yeah, that's right. Sleeping with a fish. Uh, what else? Oh, I'm on iTunes, and if you if you can, folks, I am on iTunes. You are on iTunes. Yes. Well, if, give, give us a five star rating and a nice comment. Then you said that'll help our visibility. I want people to know about the show. And by the way, man, it's kind of cool. I'll play the song in a minute. It's kind of cool. I'm getting emails. Uh, people are listening to the show, and I I don't mean just in the states. I I got emails from. Uh, I got one from Australia, uh, New Mexico, Dublin to Ireland, there's a guy listening. Um, positive, I hope. No, some of them are like, you're fucking horrible, I'm going to start my own podcast. No, that's not right, that's not what happens. No, yeah, they, they like the show and they're listening. Uh, it, I think that's pretty cool, you know? People Definitely. Are, people are tuning in, and why not? You know, there's not a lot of great travel podcasts. Fuck Rick Steves. If Rick Steves were here right now, I'd beat his ass. <laughs> now, no. Do I have to be on Facebook to know who he is? No, too? Rick Steves is, <laughs> is actually, he has a, a, a podcast, a travel podcast. Okay. It's, it's actually very good. But I'm always busting his balls on the show, and I'm always trying to uh, well, tell you know, him. you got to smack down the competition. Yeah, man. Fuck <laughs> him. Just because everybody listens to him and not me, that doesn't mean I can't be full of hate. Exactly. Yeah. Let it, let it feed the flames. Dude, Tampa was awesome. <laughs> I love Florida. Man, 
it was just a magical trip. I, I worked with Tommy Davidson from um, in Living Color. Oh wow! And his his buddy that was there is like a business partner. His nice guy uh, Chuck and, and and I hung out with them. Beautiful women, palm trees, perfect weather every day. Little lizards running around as you walk down the sidewalk. <laughs> uh, just a laid back vibe. Uh, there's there's all these. I have like a big lesbian following in uh, Tampa. Like these lesbians always come to my show. If it isn't one group of lesbians, it's another. I met I met a hot group of these tattooed fucking. They weren't all lesbians, but a couple of them were. You think they can uh, maybe get you into the mix somehow? No, I think they were really repulsed by me, but they thought I was really funny. You know, <laughs> sometimes that can help. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I look kind of like a lesbian if I wear my glasses and my uh, red flannel jacket. You'd think I was Thelma from Scooby Doo. <laughs> I'm solving mysteries. Ratty. Yeah, it's bad, man. <laughs> yeah, I just I haven't like since I quit drinking. I, I haven't really uh, had a lot of luck with women. It's weird. I've like made out with a lot of them, but I, I haven't fucked a lot. Like, I, it's funny when you don't when you're not drunk every night. You well, know, alcohol fuck causes uh, bad judgment. It does, and, <laughs> and Lord knows, and that's uh, how a lot of people get laid. Yeah. Yeah, that's right. College girls are the most fun. Well, <laughs> yeah, but I've been kind of not, uh, I've, I've been laying low from the bars for the most part, you know. If you're not going to drink, what's the point in going? Uh, yeah, Other it's than tough. getting laid, and usually women that are at bars want to get laid by guys that are drinking. Yeah. <laughs> if you, Let me ask you this, if you could uh, go You need in, to start carousing the churches. <laughs> yeah, well, I'm thinking, yeah, I don't know. I don't, I just don't want a party girl, you know. I don't want a chick that's, like, in the bar every night. I don't care if she's... Like I said, the churches. No, I don't mind if she goes to the bar now and then. You have to let, and I probably wouldn't even go. you got to let your girl have some freedom now and then. You know, you can't just own her, possess her. But, um, I just, it's not my thing. I was at a bar, like, in Louisville, and it was, like, crowded. Sad places when you're sober, man. <laughs> they are. Well, in Louisville, I was, like, completely sober, and there was a, a girl I was talking to, a nice girl. We weren't nothing sexual, just, like, friendly, really cool chick. And uh, it was, like, one of these crowded, uh, like, yuppie white kids, like, young college white kids fighting and uh, posturing everyone. And I was just like, what the fuck am I doing here, man? Yeah, that's, even if I was to go to a bar, and I do go to bars, uh, I don't like going to the testosterone little college bars anymore. Yeah. Where it's all just about uh, getting laid or getting in a fight, whichever one comes first. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, so I, I've been, like, not going. After my shows, I, like, go back to the condo or the hotel and chill out, you know? my I, I cut out fast food, cut out uh, soda. I've lost 27 pounds in the last... Uh, year year and a half yeah and it's all uh you know mostly from working out but definitely uh not drinking soda helps a lot like i hardly ever touch a soda oh yeah uh, soda's bad man. water's the way to go that's no calorie drink on earth um well if you if you had the money to go anywhere for like a month and just not work and chill out any city or or you know or it could be a countryside where huh. where would you go, and 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 why would you pick that spot? I mean, anywhere, anywhere on the whole planet. <clears throat> where would you go? Because I'm I'm about to take a trip somewhere. The Greek Isles. The Greek Isles. I'd want to see all the. Uh, I'm really into Greek mythology, and uh, I'd like to see the Parthenon. You know, of course, that's in the one I'd want to see is in actually Athens. So I'd want to start out in Athens, 
but then I would like to, uh, you know, take a boat around the Greek Isles, stop at all of them, start out with uh, Santorini Island, maybe hit a, a friend of mine owns a hotel on Rhodes Island, I could probably stay there for free. I hear that Greece is uh, is cheaper than you would think. I don't know. Isn't it? It's, there's crazy shit going on in Greece right now. So the reason my wife and I aren't going, we got an invite from the uh, people at Fisherman's Wharf. The owners there ha- own a hotel on Rhodes Island. And uh, a friend of mine also is a pilot, and we were going to get buddy passes and fly out there together. And then they started trying to burn down all the government buildings in Athens. And it's like, yeah, I'm not going someplace where they're rioting. Yeah, man. At least not taking my wife with me there. No, I mean, I, I would probably not let... I'm so crazy, I would probably not let it stop me, but I'm an idiot, dude. Well, and you're also going for entertainment. And what's more entertaining than anarchy? All right, while we were talking <laughs> just then, I, I got out my kayak phone app. It's awesome. It's a, it's a phone app for the iPhone. You have an iPhone, right? Yeah, that's I'm, I'm, the, I'm iPhone crazy. I don't care what anybody says. Apple's the best. Once you go mad... I love my iPhone. Yeah, yeah, oh yeah. Once you go Mac, you never go back. That's what I say. And, uh, <laughs> well, while we were talking, I typed in Columbus to Athens, Greece. Uh, round trip ticket. You're going to leave June 1st and come back July 11th. That's a nice long haul. In, in a matter of seconds, I just, I typed that in. And, uh, and in a matter of seconds right now, it's, it's going through a list of um, airlines. Thousands and thousands of different tickets. It's it's um, going through to try and find me the best deal right now. This is the Kayak phone app. It's sweet. Like right now, it's already 80% done. And boom, $1,400 round trip. Yeah, that's for coach. That's uh, my, coach. my friend's a pilot. He was going to get us first class. But I'm just saying, that's not, that's not, if you yeah. didn't have that, that's not... Too expensive. That's pretty uh, pretty good. You go first class, it's a $10,000 ticket. Yeah, but are you going to go first class? I am when my friend the pilot is getting me the tickets. <laughs> I wouldn't pay for it, that's for sure. Well, uh, if you couldn't, though, 1400 I think, is a good deal. Yeah, You're supposed you- to go with me on these things sometimes every now and then, you bastard. You weren't supposed <laughs> to fight me tooth and nail on that. But you could book hotels, cars, uh, rent a car, whatever on this kayak app. It's pretty sweet, man. They don't pay me to say that. I just think it's pretty cool. You could book a whole trip right there on an app. Yeah. It's sweet, huh? Don't act so fucking excited. I booked a Priceline.com thing. Priceline's great, too, yeah. Uh, Right on my phone. I was uh, sitting at dinner, having a glass of wine, waiting for my entree, just had my appetizer, and we booked our vacation. Yeah, and this is this is kind of my point for today's podcast is that I, I talk to people all the time who go, I'd love to travel, but I don't have the money, or I don't have this, or they always make an excuse. I'm like, motherfucker, you're at the bar every night with an $80 tab, and, and you wonder why you're broke, and you can't fly to you know Jamaica for a week or two. People can do it, it's, and it's not even that hard. Cut something out. You smoke, cut out cigarettes for a couple of weeks. You'll stab somebody, but at the end you'll have money for a plane ticket, you know. <laughs> but, uh, you know, just, just make little shortcuts. Uh, you know, cut, cut a little here, cut a little there. And you can travel. And, and the world's shrinking, and it's getting cheaper to travel. There's all kinds of airlines. Spirit Airlines, you can get a ticket for nothing. Well, I mean, a lot of these tourist areas, too, are suffering due to the uh, world economy at this time. They're dying so for they're, you to go. They're over dying there. for you to go. You can literally get free cruises these days. There, I think there's no uh, excuse not to travel. 
they're, they're giving away cruises now, all right, where you can just jump on a boat just so you'll come on the boat and spend money on souvenirs, uh, the, the casinos, That's what drinks. They That's where they get you. Yeah, but they'll give you the room for free. When normally you're going to spend, you know, at least a thousand, if not a couple thousand dollars. I'd like a room. crown on the rocks. That'll be four hundred and seventy-five dollars. Nice free cruise, huh? <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Um, but yeah, there, and and I think the farther you travel, the more exotic location you go to, the more you grow spiritually, the more interesting stories you're going to get. Look, uh, a road trip to Vegas, you're going to get great stories. Yeah. For the weekend, you know. You take a flight to Cambodia or to ba- Cambodia. Take a flight to Bangkok. You're going to get a whole bunch of other st- crazier stories. I went man. to a bachelor party in Vegas for, uh, for one of my best friends, and on the second night, after drinking for about 40 hours out of the 44 hours we were there, I woke up at uh, 7:30 or 8 in the morning in the stairwell at the Luxor. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. I- <laughs> so. Yeah, Vegas is an interesting place, to say the least. Uh, yeah, I remember a night laying in the hall, and security goes... You can't sleep here, Yeah, you sir. can't sleep. I'm like, <laughs> this is my room, but I can't get in. And they, they had to let me in. But it, I, I tried to fall asleep on the stairs once at a club in Vegas. <laughs> um, yeah. They don't really care. They just As long as you're not cheating on the tables, you can do whatever the hell you want. I've seen tons of people just staggering around the place. I remember the big nightmare was we would get... We would get drunk in L.A. when I was living out there, and somebody would go, let's go to Vegas. And when you're drunk, you're like, great idea. So we'd drive to Vegas through the night, and we'd get there at a time in the day where you can't check in. <laughs> so you're sitting there, and you're tired because you were drunk the night before. You just drove all the way. Up. Yeah, so you're, like, you'll try to lay down on a couch and security will go, hey, you can't sleep here. And I'm like, well, let me in my room then. Well, check out is until such and such a time. I'm like, look, man. I'm I'm going to flip out, you know. I'm done. <laughs> I'm spent. Either give me a room or leave me alone. Yeah, it sucked. <laughs> you know, then then I was on one trip. We took uh, mushrooms and acid, and uh, we were at the tropic, I think. You had your own little fear and loathing. We did, yeah. <laughs> and one of our guys was, like, yelling at a cop like an idiot or something. And, I never uh, did fear and loathing in Las Vegas, but I did fear and loathing in Cedar Point once. <laughs> oh yeah, that is a funny story. When you didn't you? Can we tell that story or no? Uh sure. Why not? You did a bunch of rails of blow, right? No, no, no. <laughs> oh, sorry. Well, I could edit that out. <laughs> no. Uh, tell that story. I, I, then you go to, I, I didn't then do you go blow. to a fucking I, amusement park. I ate mushrooms at the beginning of the day, also at lunch, and also towards the end of the day. Should I edit that mm, out? You don't that want was, that in there, do you? Edit what out? <laughs> it never happened. Yeah. <laughs> but the shrooms did. Oh, yeah. Shrooms at an amusement park. That's great. Yeah, you had me mixed up on the other one with somebody else. I remember, <laughs> yeah. I remember uh, one of those Viking ships. Oh, I... And one of my buddies was at one end and I was at the other end. And uh, we were riding the Vikings, just tripping balls on mushrooms. And by the end of the ride, I had this spiritual experience and I'm weeping. And uh, there was a kid and his dad in the seat in front of me. And they turn around and look at me. And they're like, what the fuck is wrong with you? <laughs> you should have seen me when I got on the demon drop and I got all the way to the top. It was the first ride of the day and the shrooms are just kicking in. <laughs> oh, and it pulls out over and you hear, click. And it sits there for a second. It feels like for fucking ever. Right. And the next thing you know, your stomach's in your throat. And 
by the time you hit the bottom, you're just like, that was awesome. Let's do it again. That is some fun <laughs> shit, though. I remember going to a Mike Tyson fight on mushrooms once. That was a big mistake. When I was in Vegas, I ran into Mike Tyson, and that was before the Hangover movie. I remember that. I told my friend. Remember Tracy, the racist? Yeah, we, yeah, we got this friend Trey, who who can. He's a nice guy. But he could be a douche if he's drunk, but he's dropping the n bomb all the time. And we're like, dude, you know, nobody's going to respect you if you use that word. But he, he he uses it anyways. Never in front of black people, though. Yeah, you, you know, he's so. like. You can always see he does the old thing about, you know, the, like the racial jokes where he looks over yeah, his shoulder yeah. before he says it. But he, he just loves dropping that word around on when other white people are around, and that's all it's around. And none of the rest of us are that into it. We're not into it at all, actually. We're right. Kind of that's not, that's like, not our ba- – like, I work – like, I wouldn't, <laughs> I wouldn't have a job if not for black people coming to my shows and supporting me. Like, that's a, that's a big part of my audience on the road. Yeah, absolutely. You know, there's no way – like, they uh, – it's tough to be racist in America. You you really can't. We're we're like one big, fucked up, dysfunctional family. We're all in this together. <laughs> the, things are so fucked up. We can't afford to be racist. You know? Are you gonna? Are, if if the ship is sinking, are you gonna give a shit if the guy's black or white throwing you the life jacket? No. You can't give a shit about that at this point. You know we're we're all in this together. Well, so, but Trey doesn't. <laughs> Trey well, doesn't and I digress back to Trey yeah. uh, in Vegas. We were uh, walking through the uh, Mandalay Bay, and there's a UFC fight that night, and I spot Mike Tyson, and I go, hey, Trey, why don't you call that guy an N-word? I dare you. Right, right. Trey's been drinking for like, I don't know, 12 hours solid at this point. He didn't do it, though. And he still went, nope, I'm not doing that. Mm. Instead, he went over and shook his hand. (laughs) That's too bad. I would like that story to have ended with uh, (laughs) something different. It would have been funny. (laughs) Yeah. I don't know, man. Mike Tyson hits you. You might die. Oh, I'm sure his hands are (laughs) registered lethal weapons. Yeah. Steve-O ran into his hand. Yeah. The Charlie Sheen roast, and all he did was hold his arm up. It took him a couple of shots. smashed his nose. Yeah. Oh, Mike Mike felt bad, I guess. I I worked with Steve-O the week after that happened, and his eyes were both still black. If you look at my... A whole week later. uh, If you go to my uh, Facebook fan page, everybody... uh, or to my regular Facebook page, uh, Jake Anarino, there's pictures of me and Steve-O, and you can see both his eyes are black. Steve-O's an awesome dude. I would like to go on a trip yeah, well, with Mike him. Tyson didn't even draw back his hand to hit him. No, yeah, he, he just, just ran it into it. Yep. Steve-O's a gung-ho dude. Uh, we're going <laughs> to take a quick break, and then, um, uh, well, we'll, we'll, just, we'll be back in a minute, everybody. Uh, just, just hold your horses, jackass. Yeah. I like it. Yeah. <laughs> I'm laughing and I haven't even heard any lyrics yet. This goes out to uh, all my stoners. I'm smoking pot. I got my dick out. And I'm thinking about you. And I'm thinking about you. I'm smoking pot. I got my dick out, and I'm thinking about you, just you. God damn it, Jake, I'm in the room. Oh, sorry. I'm getting into the song. 
I'm singing a song. Singing a song. And I got my dick out. Got my dick and out. I'm thinking about you. Thinking about you. I drank a six pack. Drank a six pack. I took my pants off. Took my pants oh, off. Oh, I love you. I love you. That is some funny you. shit. I love you. That's uh, my buddy Jackie, the joke man, Martling, uh, who went ahead and gave me the uh, the thumbs up on using that for the podcast. I just thought that was a really funny song. I almost wrecked my car. I was laughing so hard. And it's a very romantic song, isn't it? I, I find it to be very romantic. Yeah, the guy's, you know, he's smoking pot. He's got his dick out, but he's thinking about her. Yeah. And, uh, you know, in the song, I think he even says, you're the one, you know. So... Yeah, you know, romance always involves having your dick out, right? At some point, if, if you're doing it right, yeah. romance does involve having your dick out. Uh, well, here's some here's a, a travel news story I wanted to talk to you about. This is pretty uh, interesting. I think this is pretty cool. <coughs> Watching movies while flying just got easier. If you're not lucky enough to fly one of the few domestic carriers... Are they allowing you to smoke pot on move? No, that... Oh, (laughs) dude, I would... uh, I would just live on planes if they let me do that. So you've heard of these Redbox services, right? That let you rent DVDs? Yeah, yeah. They're like at grocery stores and... Right. Giant Eagle. They have them at airports. Um, But now there's a a company... um, This story comes to you from MSN... uh, MS... N.com uh, travel kit. Uh, Digiboo, which launched in March, has come up with a solution. What if you didn't have to worry about discs at all? Instead, the service allows you to uh, download a film file to a USB flash drive at an airport kiosk and then put it directly onto your laptop's hard drive. And uh, that way you don't have to return them, they just, you know, expire. And That's ingenious. Yeah, yeah, it's pretty cool. Uh, See, I just load up a bunch of movies onto my iPhone, man, and just watch. Yeah, them on but the listen, here's here's what this is good for. That's what that's what everybody would do, you know, and that's what I'm saying. I would just download shit onto my computer, have it ready for the flight. Here's the problem. You're in Chicago at seven. Your boss calls and says, "I need you in L.A." by the morning, and you don't have time to download all that shit. It takes time to download all those movies. With this, it's right in a flash drive. Boom. Right onto your computer. Quick. You don't have to return it like a DVD. Because that was another thing. People would forget. You know, after a long flight, you would forget to return your DVD. And then they would charge you like a bunch of money. You don't. That shit don't happen with this. So, I... That's what put Blockbuster out of business. was late fees. Well, that and... and and the well, internet. Netflix yeah, and the you internet know. and Hulu. And like, who the hell would go to a... Blockbuster. The other day, uh, you know, it's been actually uh, six months to maybe a year now, but right over uh, by Hamilton Pub off of Hamilton Road, they opened up a family video. And I'm like, really? You're opening this up while all the the video stores around here are going out of business? Maybe it's a uh, front for some sort of uh, organized crime or something. (laughs) Maybe it's a government uh, building in disguise, and it's. I'll drive by the place, and there's, you know, usually a few people in there, but it's not enough to sustain a business. Dude, I, I don't know why you would do that. Just download that shit. Yeah, exactly. I mean, I don't know why everybody does just doesn't have a Mac computer and just download shit. You know, here's another story. Uh, all aboard for private train travel. How would you like to travel via your own private train, Mike? 
That would be pretty fucking cool. Yeah, I think it would too. Now, I'm more down with the the private Learjet, but the train would be pretty sweet. Well, uh, I'm just going to read this right out of MSNBC. I'm sure the train is far more affordable. It says, um, Amtrak's on pace to set a ridership record this year. It appears millions of Americans are reserving seats on the nation's rolling stock. Some are going a step further and reserving entire cars. And, and I know why people are taking the train so much. Who wants to get felt up by some fat pervert every time they fly? Yeah, the, TSA, the TSA. Yeah, fuck the TSA, <laughs> man. You know, I'm not afraid of the... You, you know, you're more likely to get stung by a bee than... If I'm not wearing a tail. turban, leave me the hell alone. Yeah, I said it. <laughs> yeah, if my name isn't Ahmed, boom. Maybe you should just let me fly. Patting down eight-year-olds and old women. You know, I just read a story. They were patting down and... An amputee veteran, war veteran, really, it's uh, it's out of control. They just need to end the TSA. I'm probably on a no-fly list now, but uh, whatever. Yeah, he said that, not me. Yeah. So I, Actually, um, I love the TSA. They're doing a great job. Look at all those terrorists they've stopped. And look <laughs> at my nose grow. So uh, you can reserve cars now on Amtrak. Entire cars. Yeah, they they have stocked with kitchens and bars. <laughs> I saw a funny movie one time where they, a guy had a private car with a bar in it, and there was also a billiard table, which when you're on a train that's moving, doesn't exactly work out right. It doesn't, huh? <laughs> no, I don't, the it balls seems just like, roll all over the place. Yeah, oh, that's cool. <laughs> it's like, why would you put a pool table in a freaking train? Gamble on it like roulette. I got the eight ball, the thirteen, and the four. A hundred bucks on each ball, and it's like lotto. Which one you know? goes in first? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Whichever ones are left, like once, you, like your ball, once it goes in, that must have been what they were thinking when they put the pool table on the train. <laughs> yeah, they were thinking lotto ball, man. So yeah, I, that, I took the train once, and I really enjoyed it actually. And I ran a train on a girl once, and I really enjoyed that. So that was pretty cool. Um, so a Panama fisherman was adrift at sea and he sues a Florida cruise line for not helping. Uh, <laughs> they're like, fuck you, you're from Panama. <laughs> <laughs> Swim. <laughs> a lawyer for a Panamanian man yeah. who, uh, watched two companions die while surviving at sea for 28 days in their small disabled boat says he's suing a U.S. cruise line because one of its ships failed to help. Attorney Edna Ramos says the lawsuit alleged... They probably didn't even see him. Well, the the, the story is, I think, that the passenger saw him, tried to tell the captain that the captain either wasn't aware of it, didn't get the message, didn't hear them, didn't get the message somehow, or was ignoring it. I mean, you can't turn those big fucking cruise ships around and pick somebody up, man, can you? No, but you can drop a lifeboat into the water. Man. Yeah, that might help with some and, food and, and water and, on it. Yeah, and call some people. Hey, <laughs> throw an mf or a, a bone over here. Yeah, but they just passed him by. Finally a boat, we're saved! And they're fucking gone. And he's just like, shit. That would be a very big I'm going to sue feeling. those motherfuckers. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's if you don't die. <laughs> Passengers wave it at him. <laughs> You're fucked. Hi. <laughs> Can you take his picture? Take his picture. 
Oh, I'd be so pissed. I'd sue too. <laughs> Holy shit. Yeah, that's a crazy story. <laughs> this is all MSNBC uh, um, travel. They have a good travel news deal. And one more story. Uh, they're, the fighting threatens gorillas in the Congo, um, and it threatens the... Um, you should tell us gorillas are safer in the zoo. Yeah. <laughs> they probably are safer in the zoo. Well, that's sad. I, I don't like to see... Uh, I, don't, I don't know why we have to just... Man has to just fuck everything up that's cool. You know, we have these parks with <laughs> these gorillas. You realize the gorillas were actually people who were rebels that... No, fight. no, 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 no. These are actual gorilla gorillas. Oh, this is actual gorilla. No, these are, these are gorillas. <laughs> I'm looking at pictures. These are actual gorillas. No, um... Yeah, it's threatening the, uh... The gorillas. So, that's not good. That's in the Congo. Okay. Well, now that makes sense. Yeah. So, that uh, that's not cool, man. Well, dude, uh, there's been uh, times that, uh... In Africa, where, like, the gorillas were actually pissed off at, like, a village. Uh-huh. And they came in and raided the village in the middle of the night, like, an attack party, like... No shit. Like, a platoon and went through and they, like, destroyed crops and pissed on everything and threw shit all over everything. And, uh... Wow. were actually attacking and killing people. Holy and, shit. Yeah, and it was because they were sick of being treated poorly by humans. Well, so yeah. So they retaliated. To them, it was war. Oh, man. There was another case where uh, a mother and a baby elephant were shot, and the whole uh, the whole uh, group of elephants that 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 mother and baby were a part of, uh-huh. the whole herd came stomping through the village and destroyed all their crops and their water supply and killed a bunch of people. And then good, the, good, you know. But they were uh, they killed a, a you know a defenseless baby elephant and then killed the mother for trying to defend it. See, and you know, it so, sucks. so the whole herd came I mean, in. And, I would like to go to these places and see these animals, and you know, th- th- they might see you as a threat because you're. Yeah, animals. this is what I'm saying. But but man has to fuck everything up. Yeah, you know, well, I mean, we we have enough resources to feed, clothe, and heal the world, and we're fighting some, these wars for some bankers to get rich. It's it's insanity, man. It's nuts because uh, this world is not. That's not what the. You know, this is a great time to travel, but half the world you can't go to because it's too dangerous. <laughs> yeah, most of those places I don't want to go to anyway, but... Oh, I would like to go to some of those places. You don't want to see the pyramids in Egypt? Yeah, I'd like to see the pyramids. Uh, I mean, uh, I would. The Congo? Uh, well, even our neighbor Mexico isn't safe to be in America uh, Yeah, the anymore. borderlands would be awesome. Yeah. That border along Texas and Mexico and Arizona and Mexico. That's beautiful country, well, but we can't Back in the 80s, go. it was a lot safer to go across into Mexico. People did it all the time, and they welcomed the tourism. But now they'll take you hostage and chop your head off if they don't pay the ransom. Yeah, the world's going crazy, man. Yeah. And, then, and then everybody tells me I'm going crazy, and, it, and it's not the world. It's me. But, uh, you know, they can keep watching... Uh, Dancing with the Stars and shit, and fucking, I won't play my guitar and write a song about my dick and just forget the whole thing, man, like a real man would. You know? Nothing I could do about any of it, I guess. I'm so crazy, I'm ready to go those places without, I don't give a shit. I'll go anyway. I know. You went to Cambodia, man. Yeah, I did. Your life was obviously in some peril. The entire time you were there. No, probably. I wouldn't say that. I didn't feel like <laughs> I, my life was in peril, but 
Uh, yeah, there was a couple spots that were a little different, you know. I didn't feel... I mean, there were these military checkpoints we had to go through in the jungle. Something about the Muslims coming out of the jungle and and uh, hijacking shit. But, uh, yeah, that didn't make me feel too comfortable. And I'm like, I'm here for safety? Because they told us to leave Bangkok because of the civil unrest. Right. So... Now, I look back, I could have just hung out in Bangkok. Nothing would have happened. You know what, though? Uh, I got to see Cambodia. Who gets to say that? Bangkok's a fucked up place, man, though. I mean, Thailand in general is. They're allowed to sell children. Yeah. It's that, I, I, I saw... Uh, <laughs> I never saw anybody sell children, but I'm sure it happens there. I had a friend that went there for a bachelor party, and uh, the guy was actually marrying a Cambodian woman, but they had their bachelor party Are you sure this isn't the hangover, too? No, and, and, uh, this is actually, it's kind of funny. I've got the Vegas story, and then now I've got someone yeah, else. I didn't know. Of, you remember Scott Kepling, the pilot? Yeah. He went there, and uh, it was one of his really good friends that was getting married. Guy oh, named he John. did go. This was yeah. recent. And, uh, yeah, it was just maybe a month, month and a half ago. Uh-huh. But when he was in Thailand, he witnessed, like, a, a fat piece of shit business class guy from America uh-huh. purchase a nine-year-old girl. Oh, my God. Right. Did he did he get in a fight with him? I'd get in a fist fight. It's legal there. If you get in a fist fight, you're getting arrested. You're the one getting arrested. Which that's how fucked up it is. Okay. What I told him he should have done, I would insult is, him. Is take a picture of the guy and turn it into the FBI. And when he comes back to the United States, it's still illegal to be an American citizen and uh-huh. go to Bangkok and and screw around with little kids. Yeah, as, as very well it should be. It shouldn't be legal. There. I was I was scared to pull my dick out over there. I don't see how you'd fuck anything over there. I mean, not that there aren't beautiful women there, but, uh, you know, the, the, the HIV rate through the roof in those countries, and it's just too dangerous. I, I did meet some, like, European backpacker chicks that I tried to fuck over there. They were, they were really cool chicks, man. <laughs> no luck on getting laid, though, huh? No, I, I was scared to fuck anything. I, you know, I was scared to jack off. I was so dirty by the end of the day, just covered in sweat and filth, <laughs> that uh, I didn't want to touch my dick. Well, not to mention, you know, when you when you finally got to shower off at the end of the day, it was a hose. Yeah, just to a the hose, toilet. just one hose <laughs> connected to the toilet. That, yeah, that was hard yeah. to get used to. But we were we were in the middle of nowhere. We were enjoy your toilet shower. We weren't exactly in Phnom Penh, though. We were like in the in the middle of nowhere. Yeah, it was kind of gross. It, it was pretty gross, man. But the worst part was just the flight. The, you know, thirteen hours in coach, and then another seven hours in coach, and. Uh, that, that's just not, first of all, they need to make the seats roomier and just sacrifice a few dollars on a couple tickets you're not going to sell because it's just, you oh, got, God no, forbid you end up sitting next to a dude, fat person. I've got no room, man. <laughs> I've got no room. It's crazy. So, I'm, and then you, you can't help but to kick the guy's seat in front of you and you don't want to do that, but like you got no room. And then the guy behind you is kicking your seat, and you're like, this guy's a fucking asshole. <laughs> but it's not his fault. He's got no fucking room either. <laughs> I mean, I'm, I'm not that big of a guy, and uh, I still find those seats to be crampy. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm, I'm smaller than average. You know, I'm only five foot seven. Right. And I still find it to be cramped up. I couldn't imagine being a six foot five guy trying to... You know what, though? Most of those guys are in the NBA, and they fucking get first class anyway. Absolutely, man. Those guys get <laughs> first class. You get plenty of leg room, leg room. But, you know, back in coach, it sucks. It was so uh, it was so 
quarters were so tight back there, I couldn't even fuck the stewardess. <laughs> That's bad, man. She just blew me. So my trip was ruined because I was that close to the Sky High Club, but the seats were too close together and I couldn't seal the deal. <laughs> That's bullshit. So I ended up uh, jerking one off in the men's room and calling it a win anyways. You'll have that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, all right. Well, uh, thanks for stopping in, man. Yeah, no problem. I appreciate it. Always good to see you. Uh, we'll be back um, in a few minutes. I have one more story I want to tell, and uh, and then uh, we'll we'll call it a show. Stay tuned, everybody. Smoke weed. This piece of music's by uh, Yodachi. I picked this piece of music because it kind of feels like you're traveling, you know, through time and space. And this this show's all about travel, so it fits, you know. Definitely some good traveling music. To me, this piece of music actually uh, almost tells the story of a journey, so I like it. So I'm going to play it. Let's just listen. Yeah, I don't know where I'm going to go. Ooh, there's some more. Yeah, this is some more Yodachi. Check this out. Uh. Sorry if I'm crazy and start just a babbling. I got a podcast that bitches about traveling. I bust a rhyme. I hit the flow. I hit the bong. And here I go, yo. Here I go, here I go. Going far. Pick up my motherfucking guitar like a star, like a boss, like a Randy Moss, except not when he's fucked up, when he's on. Okay. I don't know. I don't know if that really fit or not. I was just fucking freestyling. Yo, Dachi, check him out on SoundCloud. I think his shit's free on Sound SoundCloud Cloud too, and uh, he gave me permission to use it, so, uh, so... Nobody's going to be able to press charges. And if they do, I'm sure to win. <laughs> Man, where am I going to go? What am I going to do? I'm thinking about canceling my June gigs. I just, I need to go somewhere, man. 
L.A.'s calling me. I keep hearing that I might be involved in a project, but uh, here I am, not involved in it. So, you know, things move slow in L.A. I don't think it's anything personal or whatever. I just think that uh, L.A. is one of those towns where you hurry up and wait a lot. And uh, I just, you know, this, the, the whole world I want to see. It's crazy. What am I going to do, man? Where am I going to go? Who wants to go with me? Do you want to go with me? Seriously. If you want to go with me, go ahead and uh, hit me up. JakeAnnarino.com. www.jakeiannarino.com. Hit me up. You want to go on a journey with me? You want to go around the world? I'm thinking about going around the entire globe. I don't know. I don't know what I'm going to do. Maybe Vegas. The World Series of Poker is coming up. I don't know, man. So many options. Shit, maybe I'll just book some gigs and keep working. You know, I'm on a roll. I just did a couple of improvs, and I think they went really well. I'm starting to step up into this headlining spot every now and then, and that's pretty cool. Meow. That's my cat. Sorry about that. He's uh, he's very vocal and belligerent, much like me back when I was drinking. But uh, if you uh, have any ideas for guests or if you uh, or for my show or whatever, or how to make how I can make this show better, uh, go ahead and email me at that address or hit me up on Twitter uh, under Reprobate2012. Reprobate2012 on Twitter. So that's about it. I mean, uh, thanks for listening, everybody. I'm pretty sure tomorrow I've got a really special guest coming in. Man, I'm, I'm excited about it. If all goes well, keep your fingers crossed, tomorrow I will be having uh, a guest in here that has done major, major television. Major comedy specials on television. More than one network. So, craziness. Keep your fingers crossed. Hopefully, it'll happen. I am going to... Uh, what do you say we let Yudachi take us out again? This is a song called Judge. Let's listen to it. Thanks for listening. Happy travels, everybody.